or should I say new hello, super new hello to everyone. Uh, Especially welcome. you. You out there. <laughs> you. You. Uh, we, we've invented a, okay, new new podcast idea. Okay. The Totally Personalized Podcast. Ooh, I so like it. Like, it, like bespoke podcasting. What do you want to hear us talk about? Well, like, just be like, all right, Ryan Johnson, <laughs> not the director. That's no. Ryan Johnson. Yes. Um, Ryan, R-Y-A-N. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a podcast for you. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to talk about what it's like being Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Write in and let us know, and then we'll build from there. I hope we get like 10 Ryan Johnson letters. <laughs> well, They're then like... he's got to throw out. It only works if we can find exactly one person. The one specific one. Yeah, yeah. we're going to run social security numbers, people. Include them with your submissions. <sighs> This is a show called We Universe. It's a show where we steal your identity. (laughs) It's uh, it's a fun new gimmick that we were trying out. It's a show where I attempt to immediately get it off track. Absolutely. um, You know what? I, if podcasting is on track, then you're podcasting wrong. That's yeah, true. You might as well be NPR. Yeah, you know? exactly. What is the point of podcasting? Knowledge, education, pshaw. <laughs> Nonsense. It's Not- it's two bored white men yammering into microphones. Yep. That's the whole purpose. And <laughs> yep. you know what? We've got some good stuff to yammer about today, mm-hmm. or at least some big, important games to yammer about today. We are talking about... A little guy we know called Mario. Yeah. I don't know, not to name drop I mean, or anything, but close personal <laughs> we, friend. Exactly. We know him. He's close. He was over at uh, he was over at my house a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. chill dude. You wouldn't think like <laughs> yeah. you you think it had all gone to his head, but he's very down to earth. Yeah. yeah. He, he gave me he gave me some pointers on how to keep my pipe slow and smooth. Oh if you, man, if you know what I mean. Yeah. He told me how to jump real high. Yep. Yeah, nice. which is great. Which is great. You wouldn't think he could do it. Nope. Uh, we're talking about the new Super Mario Brothers game. So this is New Super Mario Brothers U and New Luigi or New Super Luigi U. <laughs> I hate these titles so very titles much. I think we're going to say that awful. right off the bat. Uh, we've got some issues with this game, but the biggest one is those stupid dog shit titles. Yeah, these may be like the highest profile games that have just horrendous, horrendous titles because usually yeah. like. A terrible title is like a tip-off that um, the product may not be so good, like a Freaky Flyers. You're or like Tagen Dragon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, well, Kung Fu Chaos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but this is like, oh, this is a Mario game. Why is the title so awful? Are there any? Because there's not other Mario games with such terrible titles, right? Like, no, Mario's got always had a pretty clean naming convention. You know, we have we have 64. Uh, Sunshine, Odyssey, yeah. Galaxy, you know, Galaxy 2, I guess, is a little clunky, but like, Not I, bad. Well, I guess you know exactly what it you is. You know where it gets really complicated is the GBA ports. Because oh, you're right. It's Those Super are Mario bad. Advance, which is actually Super Mario Brothers 2, Super Mario Advance 2, which is actually Super Mario World. Yeah, it, it goes on and on. Did, like I did, that. did so, they need to name those Advance? Like, I, I guess that that made it clear that they like had new additions to them. Uh, yeah, but, and and making making it clear. I don't know. It's, it's the same branding that they would do with putting 64 on everything. Just kind of like trying to uh, platform their systems a little bit. But, yeah, but somehow but it was 64 clunky. sounds cool, and you sounds dopey yeah well i'm trying my best i don't know i'm going to vocal coaches so less dopey i sound dopey take a lesson take a lesson from me oh yeah when will i learn i think the problem is that for this they try to prefix and suffix it yeah like because new super mario brothers came out for the wii Yes. Right, or was no. that the DS? It was the DS. Started on the DS, and then there was so New Super Wii Mario Brothers Wii. Okay, that's where they fucked that's up. That's where they fucked up. So New Super Mario Brothers for the DS, we have no problems with. We have no problems with. I mean, it could also be called Super Mario Brothers DS, which may be a bit, a bit better, but like New Super Mario Brothers, that's okay. But also, now, but it, it's it's irritating because like somebody asks me, it's like, oh, what are you recording tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm playing New Super Mario Brothers. And they're like, which one? The new one, you know, I don't know what to, I don't know how to explain it better than this, but it's yeah. like it's like the old games. OK, but it's the new game, but it's like the old games. Yeah. And that's true, too. This is new Super Mario Brothers, but really it's much less new than like your Super Mario Odyssey, which yeah. is feels newer. That feels very it does new. new, innovative stuff here. They just like make your character slidey. So this is the content that you're getting with us today. We're going to be going over all of this in exhaustive detail. Uh, first of all, I thought I'd check in and see what else you're playing right now. What's, oh, what's fired up on that old Steam Deck of yours? Fine, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, well, Vampire Survivors, the three dollar game that has just 50 hours worth of content, apparently, <laughs> that they just keep pumping out. Um, finally released kind of a last boss that you can get to through doing a bunch of 
ornate nonsensical things. Okay. Um, a lot of aspects of that game feel very tech weird tech demo flash game-ish, which yeah. makes sense for a $3 game. Um, but then you do get to a lot of cool stuff. And uh, the end boss, though, very terrible in the sense that this is a game where you just walk around and fire automatically, and yeah. the challenge comes from like enemies coming at you from all sides. So when you were just fighting one boss that just kind of slowly lumbers at you, mm-hmm. it is tremendously boring. Okay. Um, so I spent 12 minutes just kind of slowly walking away from this guy until he died. Fair, <laughs> um, fair. Which feels like a very long time. Yeah. Um, but now I've unlocked more. I don't know. It's That game just has a surprising amount of content. And um, also, carrying on from last week... Um, I'm still uh, taking a nice, cool glass of Cuphead. That's um, awesome. You, we had talked about you had talked about how you're a little intimidated by the game, sure. Um, just due to its level of challenge, the DLC actually they gave us a new character, Miss Chalice, and she makes it way easier. Like she has a built-in double jump and sort of a dash that parries automatically. Um, Is there something sexist about like the female character being the easier character? Uh, well, I mean, she's more powerful. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, I mean, I like the, the bosses don't change in their difficulty. You're just playing a more robust character who controls in a more intuitive way. Okay. And okay. Uh, the end result in this is I've been cruising through Cuphead again. I got an A rank on almost every boss, which I'm feeling pretty very, good about. That's it. very impressive. It's that's always, hard to do. Yeah, it's always very satisfying to get those Steve, Steve, Steve achievements. Yeah, the Steve I, achievements. Yeah, yeah, we call them. I, I give them out. <laughs> Out to people who are nice to me, yeah, exactly. you get a Steve achievement. Um, Steam achievements, yeah. where they're like only zero point five percent of players have this achievement. Yeah, and you're like, yay, I'm one of them. <laughs> I feel I'm good a, about myself for I'm a few amongst minutes. Amongst the elite, yeah. yes, amongst the elite cupheaders. Yeah, yeah. Um, so cuphead, still great. Still um, great. We'll see. I don't know what the next game will be when I'm finished cupheading. Mostly, it's yeah. too hot. Yeah, it's <laughs> mostly just too hot. It's too hot right now. Yeah, and it's not even as bad as it was last summer, no, but it's, it's very true. hot right now. Uh, my games are pretty much the same. I've had a busy week, so I've just been able to play uh, some more Horizon Forbidden mm-hmm. West when I get a moment. Still loving it. Uh, and I also finished uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's oh, Revenge. Yeah, 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 yeah. A very, very short and pretty easy game, I will have to say. The big, the, the you know, if comparing that with Streets of Rage 4, which was kind of like the same developers and kind of yeah. came out of nowhere and was like, oh my God, this game is perfect. Uh, I think I do have to give Streets of Rage 4 a little bit of the edge because there's just a little bit more meat on the bone. Yeah. There's, Streets there's of Rage like, 4, not a tremendously long game by any no, means. No, no, but, but it, it does feel longer and meatier. Like, I, I unlocked every uh, hidden collectible and every secret character on the first playthrough. And Ooh, yeah. I didn't really even die that much. So it, it's a pretty easy game. Okay. But still incredibly enjoyable. And I've been going through and replaying with all the other characters because I just played Donatello and I just was was kind of ridiculous. Uh, highly highly challenging beat-em-ups can sometimes be a bummer, though. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, I just played through this whole level. I'm not starting the level over. Exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. There's not a lot of uh, checkpointing doing, being done there. And I do remember Turtles in Time, the Super Nintendo one, probably the game that I have beaten the most out of any games in existence because that game is also super easy. Okay. Like, I remember beating that game with people who had never played video games before in their life. Okay. And I'm like, you might enjoy this. And then we would beat Cyber Shredder. That's um, fair enough. Yeah, because... Yeah. I mean, that game's really fun, and but not tremendously long and not tremendously hard, which no, I think I is think how a beat-em-up should be. Which is fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good zone to be in. Oh, man, um, just random aside... The uh, I was playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, the Manhattan Project, a few years ago. Underrated one. Yeah, that game's really good, and I had it was one of those moments where I had never beaten this game growing up. I would always get very far and then die on like the elevator or something. Okay. And I managed to beat Cyber Shredder with literally one one hit of health left, with no lives left and no continues left. Very nice. And it was. There's just not those kind of moments are fewer and farther between in video gaming now. Those little white knuckling moments yeah, where the you white, just let out like, the sigh of relief. Yeah, because you're like, if I, it's usually if I don't beat this boss, I'll have to restart at the start of this boss that is at most five minutes long. That's amazing. Whereas the NES game, you're like, I was playing it on a console. I was not playing it on an emulator. I'm like, if I don't beat this boss right now, I got to restart this hour and a half long game (laughs) that's not not getting here again yeah yeah i had that i had that moment in horizon recently there was being attacked by a wide maw which is a robot hippo Mm -hmm. and i was almost dead i had no healing items and i landed an arrow perfectly in his mouth and he exploded and died and i got to loot his corpse and heal myself you know what you know what that's worth a steve achievement 
I think it earned a Steve Achievement. Kachunk. Kachunk. That's the sound of the stamp making a Steve Achievement. All right, well, let's talk about these games today, starting with new Super Mario Brothers U. This was released November 18th, 2012. That's right. Launch game. Sound the alarm. Fire the rockets. I did not realize this was a launch game. This is a launch game. It was published and developed by a little company, maybe you heard of them, called Nintendo. Sorry, I keep saying that wrong. It's actually Nintendo. People don't realize. You're supposed to say Nintendo. The Um, N is silent. The N is silent, except not the second N. Or the third end. <laughs> okay. uh, this was also released on Switch. All right, so let's talk about the... Well, wait, wait. Let's take a moment yeah. to acknowledge that the Switch title yeah, is please. even worse than the Wii U title. It's somehow worse than this. <laughs> it's new Super Mario Brothers Wii U Deluxe, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So they Which, added a second suffix. And it's extra confusing because it's not... Uh, the U suffix doesn't make sense on the Switch. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Very confusing. All right, let's talk about this series a little bit. So by 2006... <laughs> The Mario series hadn't had a two. Oh, okay, I thought two, you were starting the, way at the beginning. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> just specifically with these. Okay. By 2006, the Mario series hadn't had a 2D entry in more than 10 years, and that last one was Yoshi's Island in 1995. Which is, you know, for what it's worth, not really a Mario game. Kind of not really, like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful, amazing, spectacular game. Un- undoubtedly in the Mario canon, you know, it's right. just, if you're wanting a Mario action, it's not that. But also, if you're that. counting that, then you would have counted Yoshi's Story. Sure. Even though Mario's not in that game at all, that's equally a Mario game as Yoshi's Island. True, yeah, <laughs> that one's the bridge, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, 3D entries like Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine were huge hits, but uh, Nintendo nostalgia, I feel like in the early 2000s, was kind of hitting its apex. I think okay. people like us who were, you know, have, have a lot of nostalgia for Nintendo were starting to get to a point where we were spending our own money on, on things. So sure. we were, uh, you know, it, 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 there's was, there was money to be made in capitalizing on this nostalgia. So uh, they announced a new game for their smash hit Nintendo DS console that would bring Mario back to 2D, and, but with some significant updates to the gameplay to make it feel more modern. 2006, actually, like that is Nintendo. The DS is Nintendo's most successful console, like, ever. in a while. Yeah, well, yeah. A, ever, and B, in a while. Like They've it, been on a kind of a losing streak for a bit. Because, you know, N64, questionable, like, questionable success at the time. Yeah. GameCube, definitely a failure at the time. Virtual Boy, huge failure. <laughs> oh, well, sure. Yeah. I mean, and, the Game Boy Advance did quite well. Yeah, the Game Boy yeah. Advance did quite well, but then it was a while until the DS came out, and yeah. that was, like, Nintendo riding at the top again. So what better time to, like, roll out some new Mario. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, when was the last, like, purely handheld Mario game? Was it just, like, six golden coins? Because there, there, no there were no new original Mario games on GBA. Yeah, they were all ports. Which is kind of criminal. It's kind of weird, they right? They didn't just release Super Mario Bros. Advance or, like, Super Mario World 2 on Some the GBA. Some kind of original thing, because I... Also, why is there not a Super Mario World 2? Like, it's that's crazy. That's fucking nuts. It's crazy. I just... And I love the GBA. I love the way it looks. Yeah. I think you could have made a really gorgeous, like, original Mario game. But they never did. They went. Yeah. They made original Wario games instead. Which, no, that is that is really you know. weird. So you're right. It had, might have been six golden coins. Yeah, I think it might have been. So they were due. They were definitely due. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers hit the DS in 2006, and it went on to become one of the best-selling games of all time. Wow. It is the best-selling console, or the best-selling game on the best-selling console. So okay. that's that tells you kind of what you need to know. One of the 20 best-selling games of all time. I think it's number 17 right now. And More I than 30 million units of that game. I feel like that would sort of surprise people, like because I bet if you went and took a survey of like the many millions of people who played that game, yeah. probably most people would be like, what was that game again? Right. Like, yeah, it doesn't... I think that's my big problem with this series in general. I might as well jump in sure. with kind of my my take on the new Super Mario franchise. It's it's it, it made it Mario feel kind of less special in a weird way. Like, Mario games were kind of these big, weird events. Like, Super Mario 64 was an event. Sunshine was an event. They were they were doing... And, and Mario games are weirder than people give them credit for. Right. Like, they experiment a lot more, and they try for some new, like, kind of bold sort of thing. I mean, Sunshine is a good example. I don't think that game totally works, no, but... that game's not very good. But they built it entirely around this very unique mechanic mm-hmm. that wouldn't, like, be very Mario-like and would really never come back again. You know, so they took chances with it. And this felt kind of like... It, it felt like playing it way too safe. Yeah, because... And it, it also meant that since these are kind of lower rent and cheaper, it meant we were going to be getting a lot more main series Mario, it sort like of in much quicker succession. gave them an excuse to start putting less work into it, which is... Yeah. And I, but the thing that's tricky is 
those games that you named, like 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, like, yeah. um, those were like big iterative 3D games. Mm-hmm. And this is their first attempt to go back to 2D. And so I think that, but I don't think you're saying like just because this game is 2D, it feels less ambitious. No, I, no. I think it, because it feels less ambitious, it feels less ambitious. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like they could have made a big 2D sprawling Mario game that feels simultaneously like a throwback, but also has a lot of new mechanics to it that yeah. feel creative and innovative. Whereas the original new Super Mario, the original new Super Mario Brothers. See, it drives me nuts. Um really feels like a throwback to like almost NES Mario like which yeah, I like, I also imagine is kind of the point. It's kind of the point. But, like and I understand that point. I like 2D Mario as well as anybody. Like those games are perfect, but this this one kind of lacked some tactility. Yeah. There's there's something about it. like I think it, maybe it's part of the reason that bugs me is that like with the release of New Super Mario Brothers, with that becoming as big a hit as it was, Nintendo kind of settled on this as the house style for all Mushroom Kingdom games from now on. Yeah. And it looks very clean and very aesthetic and very kind of sterile. Uh, like, it, it just, it doesn't really, like, Mario's never been gritty or anything, but it's always been, it's it's never been afraid to go weird. And, and I, these don't feel weird. And I don't know if that is a nostalgia thing, though, because if I think of 2D Mario, my brain just goes to the original Super Mario Brothers. I'm like, yes, yes. that is what Mario looks like. But if you talk to someone who is half our age and you're like, what does 2D Mario look like? They might point to these games they and, probably f- would. and feel fine about it. Um, but yeah, I think objectively, like, I, well, again, how, how do you think? Like, I just feel like if you put face to face, like a screenshot of these games and like Super Mario World mm-hmm. and you're like, what looks better? I feel like Super Mario World looks better it, it looks just, better it has more personality it has more energy to it uh I, th- I think these look like they're kind of just toys like everything in these games since this since this game mario has just looked like a toy and every game kind of looks like a, a series of toys yeah uh, and that's that's just not my favorite look for it you know um and then the sound the soundtrack also gets its own unique spin and i guess I appreciate that they changed like the aesthetic to kind of be consistent amongst these new games. Yeah. But uh, you do get a little bit sick of the whop, 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 whop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get a lot of that. Yeah. And, and they all, you know, it was cute in the first game when like all the characters like stop and dance when it says whop, whop. But yep. like it stops being cute after a while. Yep. So the original new Super Mario Brothers was followed up by New Super Mario Brothers Wii and confusingly New Super Mario Brothers 2 came out after that for the DS. Is, and is they it were New Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS? No, no, it's for the original DS, pretty sure. I think I'm right. Let's I think that's the one that's in real very time. focused on you getting lots and lots of gold is like they are like coins. They're like, "All right, we're going to make collecting oh, that you're right. outrageous you're right. amount of coins like the appeal of this game. Okay. And yeah. The, even the cover is just a kind of resplendent with coins. And that gives that game its own kind of weird, unique identity. I, I actually like that game quite a bit. Okay. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. That's good. I think this is the only one, this might be the only Mario game period I haven't played. Okay. It's pretty good. Like so it, 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 falls, it falls through the cracks, but um, it's probably one I enjoy the most. Okay. Um, All right. And these games on a handheld system just feel a little better. Cause you're like, sure. I'll, pop in a Mario level or two. Right. Um, whereas New Super Mario Brothers Wii, well, again, huge hit. Wii was a, you know, a giant s- successful system. Yeah. That game, I have never liked that game. Like, pretty almost just straight up, like, I don't like that game. Like, right. It, it, because the focal point of New Super Mario Brothers Wii, I already, Wii, Wii. is that they're going to emphasize multiplayer. And Which is... A bad choice for this series. It is I just think. straight up it's a bad, a bad choice. Bad choice for the series. Okay, the the for those who haven't played it, and there probably aren't many of you, because this was the fourth best selling game on the Wii. Thirty yeah. something million copies. Also, like just massively but huge. Again, not a game. I don't. I don't think it's a game like a lot of people would go back to. It's That's like if you didn't thing. play it then, like yeah. But I the the gimmick here was that it's four players simultaneous. Mario, Luigi, Toad, and. Another toad. Blue toad. Yeah, it's just two toads, which also, come on. Yeah, One, think of more characters. You've got a deep play, bench. Yeah. 
Let us play fucking Wario and Waluigi. Give us Birdo. They're good times occasionally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mix it up a little bit. But yeah, so the the whole Nintendo was kind of marketing the multiplayer for this game as like controlled chaos. As kind of like have fun uh, impeding your friends, or you can work together and communicate and like jump on each other's shoulders. Right. And And to be clear, like multiplayer has always been a component of Mario games. Like ever since the first Super Mario Brothers, they had Luigi, and you would trade off and. Mario games are pretty fun to play, like, alternatingly, even in single player. You, like, you play a level, or if you die, I'll play a level, because none of the levels are that long. One of my very favorite gaming memories is being in my early 20s, and me and two friends sat up all night taking turns with Super Mario 3 until we beat it. And it was great. It was a really great night. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not like, oh, the introduction of multiplayer is this giant thing that Mario needs, but this is, like, four-player, simultaneous... And it's a push-pull that is just really confusing. Yeah. It's like, is this game a cooperative game? Like, object, like, yes, this game is a cooperative game. The point is still to get to the end of the level. Yeah. So why is having this second person, this second, third, or first per- fourth person, it just gets in the way? And it, if, if I recall, it doesn't... The difficulty doesn't really scale depending on how many people you have. No. So if you have more people in your on your screen, then the obstacles are becoming more challenging. Yes. Like you're more likely to bump into a piranha plant because two, three people bump into you trying to get a fire flower. Yep. And it's just less fun for me. It's just more aggravating. And it's the jumping. You can jump on someone else's head and like you'll usually end up killing you both because you'll push them down and you'll fly up high into an enemy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could you could take a game like Runbow, which also arguably is multiplayer built around mm -hmm. controlled chaos. And part of the fun of that is that you're never fully in control and that things can go awry at every minute. But that's built into the game. And that is a competitive game. That's so it competitive, makes sense. cooperative. You, you yeah, feel yeah. good about being a dick. Yes, whereas exactly. Whereas here, you're just like, why? What is my advantage of having a second person here? Like, yeah. It, it, it's, a tough, it's a tough sell of a game. I don't, I don't know. That one is in. But I know the they same. had no trouble selling it. They yeah, sold well, a that's lot true. Of it wasn't that yeah. tough. I feel the same way, like. When I try to play, um, you know, a From Software game with the online component enabled, uh-huh. where someone who kind of clearly knows what they're doing sort of progresses through and fights a boss, and I have no chance to sort of take a breath and go at things at my own pace. Yeah. That's what I've always struggled with, and th- I think that's true. Those are always features I think are really cool in theory, and then, like, I just don't want to play it that way when it comes down to it. Yeah, And I think that that honestly is something I bet that you and I share in some of our distaste for online gaming. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're playing some sort of co-op with someone online, there's never there's a sense of, like, someone else controlling the pace. Yeah. You, you're not, when you're with someone and you're both playing like a Halo campaign for the first time or Gears of War, you can be like, let's explore this area. Let's go here. And then when you're playing like a Dark Souls online or something like that, or like, a, I don't know, Call of Duty online or something, you just see a guy run out into the distance and start taking out enemies. Yeah. And you're like, well, I guess I go that way too. Sure. <laughs> like, yeah. That seems to be what, but like, I want to see what's over in this corner. It's like, nope, you can't do that. Follow this other guy. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah, these new Super Mario's Wii is very much that vibe. It's like someone's trying to run through the level and you're like, wait, I want to go back here and explore. Yeah, I don't know. No, I get it's, you. I get it's you. A, it's I, a rant. I guess it's a short spot for me. No, no, like, I get it. I get it. Like, I, I think I have memories of, I still own New Super Mario Brothers Wii, and yeah. like, I have memories of buying it and like pl- getting really excited to play it with my friends. And like, we all got pretty bored of the multiplayer pretty quickly because there's no real strategic competitive edge to it. I guess if you're like really adept and want to do some kind of uh, stunt YouTube videos. You can all play four player and do some crazy shit. Sure, that could be cool. But we were not organized enough and we're just like, do you want to just like alternate and like hand the controller back and forth? That's more fun. Yeah, it's pretty messed up when a game comes out in like, what, 2006 and most people nine, nine and they're like, Oh, this would be more fun if we don't play simultaneously. Right, yeah. It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. So development for this game that we're talking about today began right around the time of uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii, after that proved to be a massive, massive hit. Uh, So the original working title of this was going to be New Super Mario Bros. Me. 
Uh, and the idea was that instead of the two toads, it would be two user-created me's tagging along with uh, Mario and Luigi. Hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. I, I've never been a fan of the me's. I think I might have preferred them to the two, like, colored toads. Like, because... Yeah, but again, they could do so much better. Yeah. Like, there, there's so many other... There, I, again, a hugely deep bench. And I get from, like, a, a right. brand control standpoint, I can understand Put why they would want Donkey to give up Kong this idea. Put Diddy Kong in there. Put, uh, like, put them in there, yeah. absolutely. Maybe Retro owns them now or yeah. co-owns them. I right. don't know what the licensing deals on that is. But, yeah, yeah, put put Peach and Daisy in. Like yeah. a, Make just, them save someone else. Like, add cares? some Fire Emblem characters. You guys are so <laughs> eager to add Fire <laughs> yeah. Emblem characters to everything. Let me play as Byleth and Robin and run along behind you. Uh, so yeah, Nintendo wanted this to be the flagship title for the Wii U. And I mean, uh, that makes sense. Like, if we think of, you know, Nintendo learned that, like, systems that launch with Mario games tend to do better. Or you need a Mario or you need a Zelda. Yep. And if you don't have either, then you're not really in very good shape. And they had probably blown a bunch of their load on the Galaxy games. Yeah. Because, like, those games clearly took a lot of effort. They did. Um, And, and Galaxy perfect. 2. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Galaxy 2 is so amazingly good. It is. It came out somewhat late in the Wii life cycle. Yeah. And so, like, let's develop a new Mario game to come out probably only a year or two later from that something like that yeah i think they were pretty close uh so yeah they had a few features here that would make use of the we use functionality uh this mostly the the boost mode which we'll talk about and of course this game came as a pack in with a lot of early wii additions sure. so this was a hugely popular game not shocking it is the third best-selling game on the wii u yep 5.16 million units sold, but then we can add a lot more to that with the release of new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, the aforementioned Switch port, which includes uh, some new modes, a couple new playable characters, and it has new Super Luigi U packed into it. That added an additional 13 million copies to its sales to date because, spoiler alert, the Switch is a little more successful than the Wii U. Yeah. Tiny bit, tiniest bit. Uh, Gameplay-wise, this is classic Mario in every way you can expect. Uh, you, new it, classic. It's classic new, oh, new Mario. It's new classic Mario, excuse me. But the, the concept remains the same. Bowser steals Peach. You need to run across the Mushroom Kingdom and stop him and save Peach. <laughs> I think that it was these new Super Mario games that put, like, they were so tossed off in their storytelling. Yeah. That they, they were just so open about, like... Like, I don't even think there's a cutscene at the start of this game. There, there's a small one, yeah. Okay. Like, they're eating cake, and then Bowser crashes the castle into the on top of the cake and steals her. Like, it's but like again, 30 it's, seconds long. We've seen this, like, ten times before. Yeah. Like, it's the exact same graphic that we've and seen like, many times. This is, I mean, I, I don't know. This is one of these situations. I feel like when, when we play Mario games, or for, I just spend a lot of time dumping on them, and then at the end, I'm like, this game's pretty good because it's Mario. Sure. And, like, that's what this is going to be also. So prepare no, yourself. Yeah, no, look, like, it's, it's one of those situations where like this since these are so wildly successful and it is like the flagship video game franchise you gotta be a little harder on it yeah. you know you should be and, and like nintendo we're speaking just, truth to power here that's, yeah we're punching up here so that's why we're so nice power flowers that's why we ranked funky barn so high like, you can <laughs> do did. it funky barn man we, we that, believe in you that got a steve achievement that <laughs> one that funky barn deserves a steve achievement um but it's like come up with something else here like why do i know you're making a throwback what like why does Bowser just have to capture Peach? Yeah. Like, give us a new enemy and have us Peach play. Peach could capture Bowser. Great. I why like not? it. I yeah, see why it. not? Or yeah. give us a different enemy and have us play as Bowser and the Koopa Kids as four-player. That'd like, be great. Yeah. That sounds fun to me. Just yeah. give us something that this gives this game a little more of an identity. Because when your title only has, like, new and you in it, like, it doesn't tell just, us nothing, nothing sort of pops the way that like the uh 3d marios just pop and then you cut into the position where you're thinking like okay well what is what is this one what's this one and what's the thing that this one does that's different from the others and there's honestly not even that much that this one does differently right. we have uh one new suit which is the flying squirrel suit uh it turns you into you're not gonna believe this a flying squirrel makes sense uh which is kind of just the cape again it's sort of halfway between the cape and the tanuki suit yeah you can you glide but you can also like do a little boost up into the air yeah and you can ride waves the Wii mode or you can cling to walls which is a nice little feature but it doesn't come up very often 
And it, then you have things that were introduced in the other new games, like the Ice Flower, which is usually pretty fun. But it, The controls of these games tend to rant, confuse me a little bit, and mm. I don't know why, because they're designed to have very simple controls, but like both the Wii one and this Wii U one, like when you use the Ice Flower, you freeze enemies, and then you can pick them up. Yeah. But like the control to pick up like a shell is just your run button. Like yeah. that's the classic control. And here you have to like hold a trigger. You or hold, if you yeah, use you a Wii mode, you have to shake the Wii mode. Yeah, you have to on the on the gamepad you have to hold Y and press R to pick it up. And that's like Y is your fire button. So if you have a fire flower, you're just gonna keep shooting fire for a minute. And it's more trouble than it's worth to just like pick up that frozen enemy and chuck it. And again, person. maybe this is very much just having Mario so ingrained in like our blood and how it's supposed to control. Yeah. But just like that one addition always feels a little weird. Or yeah. like Mario having a wall jump also just feels a little weird. It feels a little weird. Like, I, I don't mind the wall jump. I think the wall jump is a good kind of like uh, cost of living sort of increase yeah. that you should be doing with these sort of games. Yeah, like, I don't like, have a problem with it. But it just it, kind of catches me by surprise. And like, But again, I think these have always felt just like a little loose to me. They've always felt just a little slippery, a little less tactile. And I don't know if it's just everything looking so smoothed over and shiny that I'm just projecting that onto it. But and I am honestly like really curious about that because it's like it's just what is the effect on our brain of just seeing it differently graphically like do these actually control different than the old ones i mean yeah. i know they do to an extent but sure. like or are we just so used to the way the old ones look and feel that our brain doesn't process it, it's it's possible yeah because i mean look it's it's a mario game there's always going to be a certain level of quality control here yeah. like you 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 can get good at this you can adapt and you can do really well with it and mm -hmm. to be clear for a lot of like media outlets and a lot of different people like this game was uh considered kind of top of the line like people thought this was going to be a system seller for the wii sure. u and you know what i think this suffers from the same thing that the wii u suffered from which is uh, a terrible naming convention yep. that confused people because you don't know if this is a port of new super mario brothers wii you don't know if this is just like a, a whole entire game it's not really different enough to be considered like a fully fledged sequel i guess you i mean know, it does feel kind of more like an ex fledged sequel it's like, definitely in conversation with the last game yeah i guess in some ways like this game kind of harkens most clearly back to super mario brothers 3 to me mm -hmm. because um like that game it was like all right the original super mario brothers has established these tropes and now we're gonna throw them all in there in Super Mario Bros. 3 and make this huge ultimate game. Mm -hmm. Whereas here it's kind of a restart of that. It's like new Super Mario Brothers Wii sort of established these multiplayer things. And the new Super Mario Brothers for the DS like established the way these games look and feel. And then like new Super Mario Brothers 2 added some new power-ups. And yeah. it's like we're gonna throw them all in and make like the ultimate version of new super mario brothers yeah and then later they released it for the wii and they're like no this is really the ultimate version i mean and there's right. like they add wii or miiverse support which like i still don't fully understand like what sure. that's for it feels like just like a, a message board that's how you get steve steps. achievements in the miiverse. oh that's how you that's how yeah. you get them in, in, in digitally yeah they don't transfer yeah unfortunately uh, i didn't sign up in time so i can't get any wood achievements oh you can't yeah. you can't no no you have to sign up for a U play to get those oh, that makes sense yeah but like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm still stuck in EA Origins. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, there's a new character. Is he's called Nabbit? He's kind of. I'm not clear if he is actually a rabbit or a person in a rabbit suit because he's wearing okay. like a bandana over his face. Yeah. But I I think he's kind of being posited as like the anti Toad, kind of like the the Toad's Waluigi. Okay. Uh, but it it doesn't super land. I don't know. His his gimmick is that he'll show up every once in a while. He'll steal one of your items, and then you need to chase him. He'll go hide in a different level, and you got to chase him down. Which I guess feels okay. Sure. I, yeah. I think that when I think, like, I think my problem with these games in general is they seem less excited about you playing them fast. And that, yeah. to me, is always the heart of Mario games. It's yeah. like, I want to run through this level on, like, a line. And, like, I want to hit these jumps and timing, and I never want to stop running. Whereas these games, they they put those three coins throughout the level, and there's lots of sort of like you hit a block, and then like green coins appear that you have to get in some order. Yeah, and it's sort of constantly being like, "Whoa, slow down a little bit." It's like, 
Have you have you ever watched someone play Mario Brothers who like tries to pick up all the coins? Oh yeah, like it drives me nuts. I'm, I mean, like, I know I am that guy. Oh. I, I think that it, I, but, I don't I don't go like all in on it for these but, playthroughs. But but I like I'm talking be... like people who like walk and they're like, "There's a coin." Oh yeah, there's no, a coin, and I'm I don't oh my walk. God, I'm like, running through the whole thing. This. But I am somebody who will stupidly put my character at risk to get a power up I don't need. Because, sure, like it's there. I need it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you ha- you did the thing where you like lost your power up to try and get um collect these green coins. You're like, I wonder what this is gonna give me, and <laughs> And it gave you the same power up that you had lost trying to get it, which you then proceeded to miss. It just like, it promptly fell off a platform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was nothing to be done about it. Worth right. it. Worth it. Um, yeah. So Nabbit shows up. You can you can chase him down, and then he gives you another, you know, another item. And like, you uh, you can pick up some little baby Yoshi's that do different things at certain levels. Like this like, game has a lot of stuff in it. Like there's, there's no a lot question of about yeah. that. Like each level feels like it was made with some kind of purpose or gimmick to show off. Yeah. But like somehow and again, I don't know what percentage of this is nostalgia, but like nothing of this like sticks in my brain. Like I don't have any I nostalgia was... for like cake desert. Yeah. The way that somehow like the desert world like fr- dry dry desert or like the desert world from Super Mario Brothers 3 like sticks in my brain. I think I I weirdly have beaten this game twice. Okay. I played it once through on the Wii U and once through on the Switch because I heard the Switch version like refined a lot of things. Uh, which it it's fine. It's the better version. I mean, the I main thing it refines is that it's not on the Wii U, that, which <laughs> like, helps, which helps yeah. in a lot of ways. But like either way, I played this game twice and I just like no memory for. It. I had to remind myself which one it was and whether or not I've played it because it just it's not very sticky, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's not it, unpleasant. In no, any, like everything. Like, I, I do think it is unpleasant when you play multiplayer for all the absolutely. reasons that we've talked no, about. No, our, our experience uh, uh, increased dramatically when we decided to just like hand back controllers back and forth. It's a way more fun way to play. And yeah. it's just the way Mario is kind of intended to be. Um, but it, yeah, it's somehow the sort of totally unambitious story. And it's like the levels have their own gimmick, but not a bunch of identity. This game really just lacks an identity and like yeah that is so rare for mario games like some franchises i'm okay with them lacking of identity i don't need a split each splinter cell game to have an identity no i, I don't, don't need, need every call, call of duty, duty to, to be have, yeah. a fresh gilded flower you exactly. know like, like i can be like yeah i don't even need each halo to have its own identity no. like yes this is more of what i like but like M- nintendo has set up a thing where like mario games Try something fresh and ambitious and new. They they feel like they're heralding the next big thing. That's yeah. that's what it always is. It's like you watch Mario because it's like okay, if Mario's adapting these trends, this is the next big thing. Which is why for ten years we had nothing but games with jetpacks and water and uh, the spraying paint sure. off of things. You know. <laughs> Like it captured the zeitgeist. And now, one and other now thing all of say, our games are about possessing people with hats. It's true. It's right. true. I, the one other thing we should say, there are some Wii U gamepad features on oh, yeah, here. Yeah. The most notable one is boost mode. This activates when you are playing with more than one person. Uh, another player... You, well, can, you don't need... You can play with one person playing the game and one person on the gamepad. Okay, I yeah. guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the person with the gamepad basically can just tap it to make blocks appear and it'll help you get to higher obstacles. Or it will fuck you up if or you try to jump up. somewhere and they put a block right in front of you. So depending on the type of person you ask to play with you, uh, you might have a, a very pleasant time or a much worse time. Yeah, but again, it's like, what's the point? Because we played this, there's a similar mode to this in Runbo where somebody can sort of draw and obstruct the map. Oh, that's on, right. And but like the 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 point is very clear that you're trying to obstruct and you have here you have the option to obstruct. Yeah. But then you're like, well I'm just not gonna play with you anymore. Yeah. Because like we wanna proceed. And I don't know. It's it's just the weird thing. Like I don't think you can have a game be both cooperative and competitive simultaneously. No, it's just no fun that way. I don't know. But, you know, I, I all this ragging being said, this is still a Mario game. It's incredibly polished. It's very solid. It's fun to play. There's a lot of Mario gameplay here. There's it's a just, lot of things that don't show up in other Mario games. I think just given a choice, given an expanse of Mario games to play, which Nintendo, to their credit, has done. We yep. have full access to all their Mario games pretty easily. This isn't the one I would reach for. No. No, I don't think so. I, and I guess... This ta- isn't the series I would reach for at all. Talking about it now, like, honestly, I'm a little bummed that there's not a 2D Mario game that approaches it 
with a spirit of play and innovation the yeah. way that the 3D ones do. Yeah. I know Nintendo has it in their bones um, to make something weird that has some other bizarre gameplay mechanic, yeah. but they're just kind of like, well, this is 2D. It can basically, we can just keep doing Mario Brothers 3 over and over. I mean, maybe it, maybe this is just the pitch from playing uh, Ninja Turtles, but I think they should reach out to Dot Emu. I think they should. These are guys who have found ways to make old school 2D gameplay feel very fresh and I think they might have some ideas I don't yeah. know I think that and it is telling that we haven't had a new Super Mario Brothers game like the, as in this series since this one this That's is the true. last one and um, this game sold well it sold very maybe well maybe Nintendo kind of realized they're like uh yeah we kind of got lucky on that one yeah like, yeah I think maybe people just liked kind of, it we sold a lot of copies <laughs> and we were all out of ideas yeah but it, it just didn't really uh get the zeitgeist the way that I think Odyssey would like, yeah and Odyssey kind of brings Mario back to the kind of Mario I really love you know like, I think Odyssey was an example of a thing that was a system seller it was and absolutely e- and even like um New Super Mario, I already forgot the name of that game. The other one we played, Mario uh, World 3D. Yeah. Super Mario World. Super Mario like, 3D World, World. yeah. Um, that's another example of it seems new and different, whereas, like, if I just saw a screenshot of this, like, buy a Wii U, you can play this, I would be like... I could yeah. buy a DS and play this. Yeah. It's much cheaper. Well, we've talked a lot about Mario. Let's talk about his little bro-bro, a little guy yeah. named New Super Luigi U. That's his name. That's new his name. Super Luigi U. That's his U. new name. Also... Is Luigi the yeah? Luigi is in canon the younger brother, right? Or are we just basing it off of uh, the original canon of, the movie? I'm I'm basing it off the canon of the movie yeah. where uh, John Leguizamo is at least twenty years younger <laughs> than Bob Hoskins, and I want that story. Like, what? well, they tell you the story in the movie, do they? Yeah, John Leguizamo was abandoned, and oh. uh, Bob Hoskins adopted him. Oh wait, so that's that's an adopted father situation, yeah. not a brother situation. Yeah. Oh shit. But okay. they're very informal in their use of uh, the term brother. Okay. Yeah. All right. So just like when I call my dad bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Exactly. Yeah. You give him a, a hearty side just hug. Just a big fist bump. Yeah. yeah exactly. Chest bump. All right. Well, let's talk about this game, New Super Luigi U. It was released June nineteenth, twenty thirteen. It was published and developed by Nintendo. It is a Wii U exclusive, but like I said, it does make it onto that Switch port. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the year of Luigi. This made me happy. In 2013, Nintendo finally decided to give the world's most famous second banana his due. And uh, the year of Luigi was a promotional campaign that sought to kind of celebrate Luigi's profile on the event of his 30th anniversary. He was first introduced in Mario Brothers for the arcade. Uh, and so, yeah, 2013 was his 30th anniversary. And I feel like there's a, a strong Luigi nostalgia in the sense that most people who grew up on the original Super Mario Brothers or would have been at that time Little Brothers and been stuck playing Luigi. And thus you have to make up in your mind that Luigi is cooler. Because he's the one you get stuck playing. There, there is just something that's always been so much more appealing about Luigi than Mario. I think but, maybe, but Lu- that's what it is. It's just yeah. the nostalgia of your brain. It's like why anyone yeah. likes Tails. Uh, sure, Still, yeah, it's like Tails kid. is not cool. He's not. But like not. people are like, yeah, Tails is cool because that's who I always got stuck playing at. Whereas like Tails never really evolved. Luigi did evolve. Like Luigi has characteristics that are unique from Mario yes. now. Like he's cowardly. He's kind of bumbling, and he's like. You know, goofy but good-hearted, good and like there, there's a lot of, uh, and he's really good at uh, Mario Kart, like, and he's kind of a ruthless murderer on that. Apparently. In some ways, Luigi actually found much more of a personality than Mario because, like, I don't think there's any game, any Mario game that explores Mario's personality the way that Luigi's Mansion explores Luigi's personality. It's the, it's the Mickey Mouse problem. Yeah. It's like a character gets so big that you kind of have to leave him a blank slate so people can project whatever happy feelings they have onto this corporate exactly. mascot. And as a result, they feel kind of safe and boring and the supporting cast has to do the heavy lifting to add some spice to it. You know, so they decided to do this year of uh, Luigi promotion. Because they had nothing else going on. They had nothing else going on, and also they had, uh, coincidentally, a couple of Luigi games coming out this same year. So they decided to increase that number and release four new Luigi games over the course of this year. So uh, he would co-star in the RPG Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Mm -hmm. He would star in the excellent 3DS sequel Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Uh, he would be in a WiiWare palette swap of Dr. Mario called appropriately Dr. Luigi. Makes sense. And in uh, this game here. Uh, so in addition to these new releases, Nintendo created some new Miiverse chat rooms where players could ask questions of Nintendo execs. 
They also produced a mockumentary called Finding Luigi Legend of Parkour, which you can watch on their YouTube channel. I watched it earlier today. It's like eight minutes long, and it's it's half of a clever idea. It's all live action, and it's it's shot like it's a documentary about parkour. Okay. And they've all got real like parkour athletes who are talking about how, like, oh man, Luigi changed the game. Like, and it's all based on this idea that in Super Mario Brothers 2, he could jump higher and longer. Yes, like he, he had could. the little flutter kick. And so they're kind of talking about all these moves that he had while a reenactor in green is uh, uh, doing parkour stunts out on okay. Santa Monica Boulevard or something. Cute. Um, and so, but it, like half of an interesting idea. Yeah. But then three minutes in, the gag is that they ran out. They they couldn't interview Luigi. So it cuts to like this bad sketch comedy with like these two guys like trying to hunt down Luigi. Uh, and they're just doing all this like really terrible improv and like uh, not... I don't know. It, it just keeps sure. it, weird. Curio. It's a clever movie, and then it goes on for four more minutes. It definitely sounds like the kind of thing that um, Nintendo Power would have sent out on a VHS tape. A hundred percent, which you would own, like yes. if, if that were the case. Yeah. What was your opinion on uh, Luigi in Super Mario Brothers Two? Who's your go-to Super Mario Brothers Two character? Uh, Luigi was my go-to when I was a kid. Now I find him kind of hard to play. Yeah, and I go. He kind of sucks in that game. Yeah, I go Toad now. Okay, I was always Peach with the with Peach the, has with got. The that jump. that float yeah but. which is really impressive and much easier to control than luigi's float yeah yeah we all float down here <laughs> um but so yeah they they did that little sketch uh the biggest coup i think for this promotional event was on august 12th 2013 when chicago's brown line aka the famous l train was repaint, repainted luigi green to celebrate his anniversary l for luigi it was the yep. luigi train so the train was painted just and uh, just for one day. So uh, Chicago listeners, wow. write in and tell me if this interrupted your uh, commute. <laughs> uh, it seems like that would be pretty obtrusive because Boy, that's you also know, very very expensive piece of branding. Very expensive but. piece of branding. Yeah, I, d- I don't know how they pulled that off, but one day of uh, Luigi related content in Chicago. Sadly appropriate too, but uh, this was not. Uh, this was to be clear. This was not planned as part of this promotion. Okay. I think this is just something that kind of uh, sadly came up. But in the fall of 2013, we lost uh, Canadian actor Danny Wells, who is best known for playing Luigi on the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Uh, so okay. sad way to uh, close out I mean, the year of Luigi. But I, I guess fitting in fitting. its own in its own way for him. Yeah, yeah, but. absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think that probably is his best known character. Uh, so this game was originally going to was originally released as DLC for New Super Mario Brothers U. Uh, Nintendo had some mixed results with DLC for this series in the past because they did additional content for New Super Mario Brothers 2 that was like people were complaining. It's like this is not enough to be charging us for this. Mm. Like it, I think it's like a mirror mode or something and like maybe one new skin. And for it was Mario. always a little confusing. Even I think the Wii U was sort of the last Nintendo console where all of the online features feel unnatural. And not that they feel great on the Switch by any means, but like... There's still that extra layer of effort. Yeah. There's a friend code. There's like an awkward interface. Yeah. It, yeah. There's the Miiverse. It's like nothing is immediately intuitive of like, did I actually get this DLC? Yeah. And like I imagine the 3DS kind of has that same kind of issue. Even the 3DS I think is a little better than the It Wii is U. a little better. It is a little better. Um, and I, I think I, I admire the Nintendo was unbelievably diligent about internet safety yeah. given that how many young people are playing their consoles but yeah. it did make it pretty cumbersome to try and, and play but online. i do think that is part of the reason why a lot of these games that um g- got physical releases on the wii u or things that yeah are just kind of like throw away additional content yeah and that they, they did set out to make this like um, tank 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 like a tank, game tank, that tank. probably takes up like one and a half gigs at most. It should have been yeah. DLC on like some random game. Yeah, like exactly. Book some of Unwritten totally Tales unri- too. Yeah, and then you can play Tank, Tank, Tank. Tank. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they wanted to be a little bit more ambitious with this DLC, make it kind of a full standalone game. So it was initially released as a DLC, and then a few months later they gave it a physical release. There's also another disc that combines these two games onto one disc, and I think oh. that was sold uh, packed in with some Wii U consoles as well. Okay. Uh, and you know, like. Despite this essentially being the same game as New Super Mario Brothers U, this was also a big hit individually. This sold 3.8 million copies. It's the eighth best-selling Wii U game. Wow. So they were really kind of 
trying to. Boy, I don't this know. They, they not, were this must have something. been a profitable game. They were pulling this game, something off. You could almost design this game with about three people. You baby. probably could because here, here's the big gimmick. Like this is exactly the same game as Super Mario U. It, it's uh, new Super Mario. U. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't want to confuse yeah. everybody with that. Uh, but yeah, new Super Mario Brothers U. Uh, it has the same level layout. It has the same plot, except like Mario's just absent. <laughs> the the weird little bratty gimmick on the cover of this is that like Mar- uh, Luigi has scratched out the word bros. So now it's just new Super Luigi U. Which implies which, that he killed his brother? Like, it is a bloody red mark. Yeah. Like it's it's also like this is a little aggro for Luigi. Like I don't think he he's he's usually content like playing second fiddle. That's like, the thing. Like Super he's, Mario he, RPG or Paper Mario. He's like sitting around at home and he's like, "How are you doing, brother?" Like he's doing great. He's yeah. not a Daffy Duck. He's not like uh, jealous of Mario's success and trying to like undermine him. He's he's pretty happy with his position as a beta cuck. <laughs> As, as he likes to be called. Boo. <laughs> um, I, I feel gross saying yeah, you that. Should. I, you I should. I apologize. You should gross and be ashamed. I, I am. Uh, but yeah, the the big changes here are that uh, the levels are made a little harder. There are more enemies, uh, and the levels are also significantly shorter. There's no checkpoints anymore. And you, uh, the, the time limit for them is also, like, seemingly the levels are basically cut in half. Yeah. And the time limit is also cut in half, which is nice in the way that it really encourages you to run. Yes, which, which is what you're talking about. Which, as how I like to play these games, um, you do have to play as Luigi, which I have mixed Mandatory. feelings about because he's got that big old high flutter jump. He really, and, really plays differently than Mario. He, yeah. he feels like Super Mario Brothers 2 uh, Luigi, which which is the appeal. Like, that's what people are going for, and that's kind of what they're b- banking on. But it does make things harder. It makes it a little more difficult to control. Sure and these levels weren't necessarily designed with this kind of kicking or jumping yeah. and kicking in mind. And I'm not sure that you can, like, I think if you play the one-player mode, you have to play as Luigi. Yeah, you do. Which yeah. makes sense, but, like, I just think the, the year toads, of Luigi by <laughs> force, damn it. The, to- yeah. the toads, I think, control more intuitively. They do. They do. Originally, the idea was just like, you know, they're taking Mario out of this. So originally, they were just going to add a third colored toad in his place. And then they realized in multiplayer that this was uh, kind of impossible to play. Yeah. And so they replaced it with Nabbit. And this is the weird thing Nabbit can't get hurt. Uh, he can die if he falls in a pit, but you can run through enemies. I, and maybe the idea is that he's also a villain, so they're just not hurting him. But for whatever reason, I think this is like a pure little brother mode. Like yeah. this is uh, uh, let your brother play the controller and like get all the coins and stuff. Because you pointed out there was a there's a big you know a lot of the mechanics of these of this series is finding these gigantic these right. three gigantic gold coins which you used in the original DS when you had to spend these in order to save and it was a big pain in the ass. Oh yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Also, all these games um they don't save per level. They don't seem to have an auto save. No, you have, you have to, to beat about four levels. You have to beat a castle, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, which is which is weird. Very annoying. But either way, like yeah, he he's you're we we were testing that out. Like there was a big golden coin in a like plot full of uh, piranha plants. There didn't seem to be a good way for you to get down there without getting hurt. So I just went down there as Nabbit and got the coin easily and jumped back out and took no damage. Yeah, I imagine thinking back on it, I think that to do it, you either would have to have like an invincibility star or sort of float down there with the squirrel suit and then sort of come back up. Something like that. Uh, but yeah, you, you're able to just kind of cheat your way through as Nabbit. And it's not clear to me if there's some kind of punishment for playing as Nabbit. Like you don't beat the level for real. Yeah. You know, kind of like playing the simple mode in Cuphead. It's like just a test mode. And there is kind of a mode that they add to these games like that where if you die like four or five times in a level, then you can get like this power leaf that'll turn you gold and you can run through the I level. I kind of hate that. Like I do too. It, it makes me angry. Yeah, but... I remember that was the thing in Metal Gear Solid Five. Is, is if you died enough, they're like, do you want to wear the chicken hat? It oh, makes everything yeah. way easier, and you're like, fuck you, game. Like, I can do this. Like, I'm not wearing the goddamn chicken hat. Like, and then I I did wear the chicken hat at least once just okay. to see how it goes. Yeah. It's like basically no money, no points, no anything. Uh, it's it's no credit, and they, the game it, mocks you the entire time. I guess, like, I guess that's the problem is I appreciate games having some way 
to help you along when it's clear that you are stuck. Well, sometimes like, you just need to like break up the log jam. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but like, don't make fun of me about it. Yeah, like, who does that benefit? Yeah, you don't. You, you there's no camera there pointing at me so you can look and laugh. Yeah, like, game. We are not are, at this level in our friendship yeah. yet, game. You, you know? already got my money. Like, isn't that enough? You don't yeah. need to hassle me about it. Yeah, come on, leave me alone. I'm walking here. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are really the biggest changes. Otherwise, this is like level for level, like as long as uh, the the Mario game. So it's, it's kind of like whichever mode you prefer to go with. I but will it's say, weird because it is level for level as long, but each level is half as long. <laughs> Exactly. So you'll probably get through the whole thing faster, but it is also harder. Yeah. So maybe that'll slow you up. Yeah. Uh, this is the only Wii U game in a bright green case. So I like that. Yeah. Comes in a bright green plastic case. And I like it's a, it it's a cool, like, it's a cool, interesting curio to yeah. be like, this is a platformer where you as play as Luigi. And I like that Luigi's getting some play. Like I, I really love uh, the dark, the Luigi's Mansion series and Dark Moon, the 3DS game that came out this year in particular, is my favorite. Okay. I think that game's rules. Uh, you know, so like there's room for Luigi out there and I but I don't think he needs to do Mario's thing necessarily. Like no. I, I like that they they mix him up and let him do different things. Generally. I mean it definitely, you know, this game makes the most sense as a piece of DLC in yeah. the or an alternate mode and the in the original game, and that's really what it is. But it, it's um, just a coincidence it's just an oddity that it happens to also have a physical disc. It's true. And I'm curious, like we can we can even move on now to our rankings because sure. I'm actually curious like where which one you would prefer of these two varieties. I, so each week we are ranking the games that we play. Uh so let's let's just jump in sure. and do that. Yeah. Um I mean I think that the new Super Mario Brothers U is a more fully featured game. Like, yeah. I want, you know, it's cool to play as Luigi, but I want Mario in my Mario games. It yeah. feels weird to have him totally absent and not especially because you have to do that fluttery jump as Luigi. Um, and the levels feel unnaturally short. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably find them a little more fun, but like they're kind of over before they begin. And I do imagine that, um, as it gets harder, it might get a little frustrating. Yeah. Um, so I would still go for um, New Super Mario Brothers U over the Luigi one. I think I would too. Not not in any particular strong feelings about it. Um, no, no. As for the actual placement of these games, um, I'm putting them. I think it's right ahead of Nintendo Land. Okay. At number twenty five and twenty six on my list, which is like, I mean, yeah, we've said it. They're Mario games. They're fun to play, but. It's it's nice that there's a lot of Mario content out there, but there's a lot of Mario content I would rather play than this. This is funny. We landed at exactly the same place. Okay. Because uh, yeah. I think you, yeah, yeah, exactly the same place. Because I'm putting mine at uh, number 25 and 26. Same order, Mario above Luigi. Also, to be clear, we do not discuss this ahead of time. No, we don't. No, these are very impulsive. Uh, and I'm putting these right below Cars 3, Driven to Win, and right above Lego City Undercover. This yeah. is not a bad corridor to be in. No, those are this, both these very are both, good games. Both that solid I like. games. Uh, and and, and I don't like, you know, I can't hate a Mario game. Like, no. I just, I, I can't. Like, Mario is always going to be fun to at least the bare minimum degree. And even if this isn't the one I'm reaching for, and I think this is one that's kind of flawed, uh, I think it's, you know, it's still pretty polished and it's kind of hard to ignore it. And I think that the fact that you, I mean, I don't have a ton of experience with this game, so my opinion means less. But the fact that you have beaten this game twice yeah, and still landed on the exact same spot that I did, I think goes to show that really, like, what you see is what you get here. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah. play the first couple levels and you're like, yes, I like this. I want lots and lots of this. And look, and this, if this is what you want from your Mario, that's there's yeah. no problem with that. Yeah. And uh, it should be, you know, all of this should be taken with a grain of salt because we're guys who have played original 2D Mario a and that's what like, we and that's what we lives. grew up on, and that's what feels natural. And it's always, it always feels much weirder when something is close to what you remember, yeah, but a little different as opposed to something that's just a totally other weird thing. Exactly. Then it feels fine. You can wrap your brain around 3D Mario because it's its own weird thing. It's it's Kingdom but, of the Crystal Skull versus like you know, uh, Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Uh, that's the perfect analogy. Great. Nobody can dispute me. No one can dispute that analogy. It is great. There are four people at home that are just like pumping their fists right now. Also, I need to go home and watch Bad Lieutenant Port of Call New Orleans. You absolutely do. Have you seen? I've seen it, but I I know it needs a rewatch. I was gonna say that's a very Woody movie. Yeah, it's 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 the funniest Herzog movie. Lose my two favorite boys, Werner Herzog and Nicolas Cage. Man, those I I don't you just want to have dinner with those guys? Like that wouldn't be the weirdest fucking thing. Also, like, 
I recently finished my whole Simpsons rewatch. Like I mm-hmm. watched every episode of The Simpsons that is on Disney Plus. And Werner Herzog is kind of becoming like one of their clutch, like repeating players. He's on multiple episodes. He's on multiple episodes playing different characters. They're weirdly bringing in like Kiefer Sutherland's another weird guy who's on like okay. five episodes playing five weird. different characters, clearly just having a great time. Uh, but <laughs> Werner Herzog is like a, a recurring character now. I attest that Werner Herzog may be the most interesting living person on earth. Right, because I mean, like, he he is this guy who's known for being so artsy fartsy and so serious, but he clearly has a great sense of humor about and himself. And he has done so many truly incredible things, yeah, and like been to so many places, and like and endured Klaus Kinski, yeah, yeah, yeah like, which is no, not easy. He, anyway, we're, we're, we give Werner Herzog a thumbs up. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to the, yeah, he gets a Steve G. Yeah, for being, exactly uh, for being uh, himself. Uh, well, thank you everybody for listening. Oh wait, no, we're not going yet. We have a letter. This letter, dear which Stephen you, Woody, dear Steve. <laughs> what do you think about ma- nature's indifference towards man? <laughs> I also acknowledge it. that my Werner Herzog is the same as my Vanier Wolfcastle. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. It's the same voice. Uh, this one says, hi, guys. Longtime listener here. I also watch some of your Twitch streams. So you're the one. Yeah. I uh, look forward to your podcast every week. I download it on the weekend and listen to it on Monday during the driving part of my job. I work for a regional grocery store chain and fix the hardware at 11 different stores in New York and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So some days I'm driving five to six hours of my day. Wow. Well, I, I, we have a lot of content for you, at least. So <laughs> We need to do longer episodes. We do. We got to pad these out. I listened to your last episode about Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, and it sounded like fun. So I went online to see how much it was. And in searching for where it was available to buy, I noticed that it is an upcoming game yeah. as part of the Epic Game Store's free program. It is well worth free. From July 14th to 21st, it will be free to keep, so I thought you might want to tell people. Good call. Uh, The other thing I wanted to tell you is from the old N64 episode. When you reviewed Monster Truck Madness 64, I was excited to see what you thought because I played that (laughs) game when I was a kid, or so I thought, and had fond memories of it. Okay. Then you reviewed the game and said it was horrible. It was and horrible. It really was. Yeah. We so then I looked, I looked online to see if it was the game I remember or if it was really that bad. Uh, I played the original game on the PC and never played the second game. The second game is what got ported to the N64, but mm. the name, they swapped the two for 64, as many games in the console did. Uh, the original that I remembered so fondly actually did have good ratings at this time and looks like the second one did as well. So the N64 port is the version that sucks. Okay. Uh, it also had a different developer and publisher. Sorry to dredge up the past, but it felt like it needed to be said. Oh, yeah. Keep up the if good work. If there's one thing we Jared. hate on our N64 and Wii U podcast, it's dredging up the past. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. Also, I'm sorry. I, I stepped over that, guys. Oh, that's from Jared. Oh, thank, thank you, Jared. Jared. Thank you for sending that. Yes. And uh, uh, I still have fond memories of Monster Truck Madness 64 because... That was a game we both were like, we played it. We were like shocked at how bad it was. It was at the bottom of our list. And then a few months later, we're like, I don't really remember that game very well. That can't be as bad as we thought it was, right? And then we put it in like, oh, this is worse. This is worse than we thought it was. I will say like one of the joys of the N64 podcast where there were a couple games that were of such a low level of quality that our mouths were just like Mm -hmm. agape and be like, this can't be right. Like, what world is this? And I don't know if we've quite hit... I don't, those aren't quite as common. I think the only one is maybe the Croods. Uh, and, like, like uh, Rodeo was close. Like, yeah, Rodeo, you're right. Soldier, yes. Because that was, like, that was a total out-of-nowhere, like, how bad could this be sort of thing. Like, the Croods, we right. kind of had the expectation it was going to be bad. It was worse than we thought. Yes. But I had that experience recently uh playing uh the burger king games okay which uh we sat and played three in a row uh all three of the games and we got to pocket bike racer which is like a mario kart knockoff thinking like okay this is the this is the port in the storm you know it's hard to fuck up a mario kart game and it is somehow so much worse than the weird stealth game where you have to creep up on people and force them to eat hamburgers. It's so much worse than the bumper car simulator that's impossible to control. It's it's dog shit. It's utter dog shit. And just to bring this whole conversation around from one of the 
worst name video games of all time, mm-hmm. New Super Mario Brothers U, to one of the best named games of all time, Sneak King. Sneak King. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And Big full, We've come full circle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, thanks for listening to our podcast, everyone. Absolutely. Thanks uh, for writing in. Yeah. Yes, thank play, you for writing uh, in. Get Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap for free or give them money because it's also worth money. Also worth money. <laughs> yeah. I paid money for it. I regret nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That stuff really helps us out, kind of makes us more visible. So uh, let people know about the show. Next week, we are going back into some licensed game territory. We are going to be playing DuckTales Remastered. I mean, (laughs) we will also be playing Phineas and Ferb, The Quest for Cool Stuff, which uh, another title in the vein of Adventure Time, uh, Explore the Dungeon, because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. The Quest for Cool Stuff. Quest for Cool Stuff. That's what every video game is, really. It's the Quest for Cool Stuff. So uh, that sounds like they nailed it. Uh, so tune in next week. We're going to talk about some cartoons, uh, and I'm going to drop my phone on the desk. Perfect. That's that, that earns me an, a Steve achievement right there. Bye, everyone. Ka-chunk. 